Sentire Media. You are listening to the Latavola Marche Radio Network. Hello and welcome. Thank you so much for downloading our podcast, Man, It's been a while. It has. My name is Jason and I'm joined by my beautiful wife, Ashley. Ciao. And together we run Lato Volamarque, a little agriturismo and cooking school and farm in the beautiful hillsides of Le Marque in Piobico. And tonight we are coming to you after dinner late night. Late night. It is 11.10, Ooh. 50 minutes before the witching Whoa. hour. We uh, normally do morning podcasts. We do. We're morning podcasters. I feel like we're more energetic and more uppity. This is true. I've had some limoncello, so I'm feeling good. It's the 20th of June. We haven't, didn't, we haven't done a or made a <laughs> podcast in almost a month now. I know. We've tried. I swear to you, our wonderful, wonderful listeners, we have tried. It's <laughs> However, we get interrupted by Gaji working, wanting to get down into the garden, guests wanting breakfast, hello, or just the crazy busy days. So we finally thought, all right, we've got, we tried to do it earlier today. We're not able to, so we thought we've got to get one done tonight. It's been a trying day. It's been kind of a day today. Today it was pizza night. We just finished up pizza well, night. Well, this is true, but we should start at the morning. Oh, uh, the morning. So I hurt myself today. Not bad. <laughs> and it wasn't in the kitchen, so mm, that's good. I know, but at around 8.30, Jason. So at 8.30, I go to fill up the... Uh, water and we have a pump or the water for my garden and I have two cisterns that I fill up ever twice a day to feed my garden and uh, there's a pump down by the little stream that runs along the side of the house and I was going down there to shut it off and it's always wet down there and I slipped and I put my hand out to study myself and I studied myself on top of the exhaust of the r- pump that I just sh- that I needed to shut off burn burn <laughs> and you burned <laughs> and I have you can see in the palm of my hand the grill for the exhaust and the s- where the screws go <laughs> that's the scariest part you see where the screws go it he came into the kitchen I was doing breakfast stuff refilling whatever bringing in dishes and Jason is not one to ever complain about anything or need a Band-Aid for anything. <laughs> he just, he's like, whatever. It's fine. He comes into the kitchen saying, do you know if we have any burn cream? And I was like, oh my God, I could have broken into tears right then. I just thought, if he's asking for burn cream, stop what you're doing. This is serious business. Gaji, thankfully, was here in the doctor, garden. The doctor hooked it up. I know. I went running down to him. Dottore, dottore, vieni qui. Jason got hurt. Come here quickly. And he came up and checked him out. And he was a little rough. I don't think I didn't think he was rough at all. Only he with was the fine. paper towel. Oh, relax. Godster was good. We didn't have any burn cream. No. We didn't have any big gauze. We had nothing. We, had nothing. Like, <laughs> we, we did have, have some gauze. But uh, and cortisone uh, cream. Yeah, but not. So I ran down to the pharmacy and got a bag full of stuff. God, you wrote out what to ask God, for. God, you wrote it out. Got it, everything I needed, and it, we're fine. I know, but You're it was one a big of these. Deal out of nothing. I know, but it was crazy because you were doing a pasta class and then pizza night, and I just thought, oh, and. Gee, this is not a night for this to happen or a day for it to start no, like this. And especially at the beginning of the season. But no, but God, she was good. As soon as you came back from the pharmacy, he came right up 
And he did. He went into doctor mode. Mm-hmm. It was kind of funny to see. Mm-hmm. He told me what to do. He shouted to me as I was watering the flowers. He's alive. <laughs> but, but the pasta class went off great. Uh, we have wonderful guests here from Arizona. And they took... All over the world yeah, right actually, now. Yeah, um, And um, then we did pizza night tonight. And uh, it went well. But we have a ton to talk about. I know. Let's... Uh, Let's take it back. <laughs> Let's take it back. So the last, so we last gosh. time, gosh, it was the middle of May last time we talked, and we were complaining about how cold it was and how how it was still freezing, and we still had the heat on. Well, we found out also that it was the coldest May in Italy in two hundred years. <laughs> of course, I love these things. Of course, that's completely accurate. It's- well, if you know anything from this podcast, we say nothing but fact. <laughs> But uh, so now it's it's like the surface of the sun. It, it, <laughs> it was like 35 degrees. It was in the high 90s today with a warm wind. And they're calling it the heat of Ade. Ade. <laughs> so they've gotten to name. They've been doing this for the last year or so, or a uh-huh. couple of years. Uh, they'll start naming all the weather systems. The that heat come waves. Through. Well, the heat and in the winter they name the, they name all the weather systems that come through. So this was odd day, <laughs> and uh, it was the it was like summer came in two days. It, there all was, of a sudden, yeah, above there was no thirty degrees by ten a.m. Yeah, and now it's just hot, hot, hot. So um, yeah, I don't have now. We can switch to complaining about how hot it is. <laughs> But the garden is loving it. Well, the garden's doing well. The tomatoes have come back. The garden's in full swing. I mean, we everything's planted. Um, everything needs water. We're we're weeding and hoeing, and the pool's open. All the projects of all the things, summer things, are in in full go right now. Well, speaking of the garden, when you've been shopping at the end of May, early June. You had a really hard time. Yeah, it was really um, the prices for produce and just the availability of produce this year because of um, the, all the terrible weather we had never really happened. The the like peas and fava beans and all that stuff and all that uh, stuff from from down in Puglia and Sicily came, but then as it was supposed to start coming up the peninsula, so that's kind of what happens. The seasons starts in kind of Sicily and Puglia and, and uh, Calabria, and you'll get. The, the, for instance, the spring vegetables, the peas and the fava beans and the asparagus and all this, that stuff will start coming down, coming from there. And then as the spring progresses, it'll start coming up the peninsula. And then you'll see it's from, um, you know, it'll be from, Lazio. La, you know, the Lazio. And then it'll be from uh, Arezzo. And then it'll be our turn. It'll, you know, all later in the spring, usually towards the end of May, our fava beans and our peas and all that stuff will be ready. And you'll get it for the beginning, end of a, uh, April, beginning of May down from south. But we didn't have it this year because our weather was so terrible. So all of a sudden, there was no vegetables in, to be found. And my garden wasn't producing because we had terrible weather as well. So... There was a couple of weeks right before your sister's and during your sister's wedding where it was like, oh, my God, there's nothing here. It made menu planning really hard. It made menu planning really hard because places would stop the Fruta Vidore, the uh, the fruit and vegetable stands, stop buying that stuff because no one's going to pay eight years, you know, seven euro a kilo for whatever. I mean, No, just, because what would fava... You know, in season fava beans. Oh my god! Like, and we're talking in this in the in pod. the pod. Yeah, fresh fava beans when it's in season mm-hmm. when they're at their cheapest, pro- a euro fifty, maybe a euro a kilo, and they were you know eight times that, six times that. So no. And you one should was- be getting um, things like um, 
asparagus and carchofi artichokes. For artichokes, what? they give them. They yeah, they give, give they crates give away. Them, yeah. <laughs> it's like, take this crate and give me five euro kind of thing. And it wasn't <laughs> like that. It wasn't like that at all. So now that the summer stuff is, is in. And fruit. Was really strawberries. Were strawberries crazy. were crazy expensive. Uh, cherries we didn't see. We haven't seen really figs at all. Well, and also our poor set. Go back a few podcasts, and Jason totally spot on. We were talking about the trees and our fruit trees, and that they went straight to none of them. Uh, blossomed, which meant which meant that they weren't going to produce fruit, and he was totally true and spot on. And I was like, "Oh no, I think I saw some." No, we don't have a single nothing. There was like a handful of cherries on mm-hmm. one tree, and that's about it. Um, but so yeah, that was that was difficult the, with the um, with the trying to plan a wedding and trying to plan a wedding menu around. I don't know if we're going to have artichokes in this in the market tomorrow, or, or or that it's the first week of June. We should have figs. Yeah, there was no there was none. no figs. I mean, now we're I've seen figs a few times, and some of the figs but only from the place in Piobico, the small. Yeah, food. not the not Fresca Fruta, and. The ones around here are not ready at all. I've been checking the trees. Every time I pass a fig tree, I stop. So since we've been talking kind of a little bit here and there coyly about the wedding, should we mention that now? Yeah. So, well, you go ahead. All right. My sister got married. Yes. Uh, So the wedding went off. It was amazing and beautiful. And uh, there was about 30 family and friends who came out from Seattle, Washington, and it was wonderful. We were super prepared. I know we sounded stressed and all of that, but it really all came together. And uh, people pitched in and helped move things around or, you know, help us um, the day of the wedding kind of uh, get the other location at Valpietro set up. But it was great. And the menus were beautiful. And I think everyone had a really great time. My sister chose the spot under the trees near the picnic tables to get married under and it was wonderful and we moved a bunch of the flowers and you built an arch and uh, the florist came with garland of uh, bay leaves to wrap around it and the flowers and I think it was beautiful. Yeah, everything worked out well. It was a a lot of work and a a kind of a not really stressful but just a lot of of um, a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, I mean I love my family. But family is, can be a lot more work than uh, just regular guests at times because, you know, you want to hang out and you want to be part of everything, but you need to get your work done. And we were sure able to get all of it done, but it's staying up super late. We stayed up to like two in the morning one night. Ooh, we are party I animals. Know. That was so late. Normally, a, a normal thing like that, it's like, all right, let the guests stay up. We'll come up either way later or super early in the morning and get it all cleaned up. But this time you're hanging out, you're having a good time. And then you have to wake up and do breakfast for exactly. 20. Exactly. And because my family was still like my grandpa is in his late eighties, he gets up at like six something. So it's like, we want to have coffee out by six thirty, and normally breakfast starts at eight. So it's like, <laughs> you're up and you are moving, but and, it was, and no one understood how we have to work. Like we, well, people would say to you, why are you well, you're running around all the time? It's like yeah, there's so much there's so much not only do I have to do all the normal stuff, we have a wedding, you know, we have all this stuff going on. So Do you remember the menu off the top of your head? Off the top of my head. Um Couple Christini. 
Yeah, well, we didn't do a lot of antipasti because we did a whole antipasti buffet uh, two days before. Mm-hmm. So we just I just did some crostini and some prosciutto and melon pa- passed around. And then first primo was a farro and asparagus uh, soup with, with shaved truffle. That was black gorgeous. Truffle. That was gorgeous. Then we did tagliatelle with porcini mushroom. And truffle. And truffle. And that was nice. And then we did lesso di vitello with salsa verde. We did I love that. Poached veal with the, uh, with the beautiful salad. Uh, with salad of uh, uh, arugula, radish, and tomato with poached veal with a green sauce, salsa verde. And then porchetta, which was a hit. It Everyone was. loved the porchetta. And then the dessert was Oh my god. The, the dessert was off the hook. Uh, Megan, best decision she made was getting her. <laughs> it really was. It really was. It was the best decision she made was getting her wedding cake, uh, a gelato from Maki. Oh, Maki, that's right. Yeah, yeah we'll talk about, we'll talk them about too. that. Okay, uh, from Maki, our favorite gelateria in um, Fano. We're, we're good friends with Paolo and Antonio, and uh, they made a gorgeous, gorgeous dark chocolate semi-freddo cake and then on the side was strawberries that they cut in half and then filled with strawberry sorbet and they'll slice of that with the strawberry it was that was good it was so good i sat down and had it i had sat and had a piece of that (laughs) nothing was left over no they and on the side note of them a huge huge congratulations to paula and antonio because they were just named one of the top 50 gelaterias and they didn't come in they didn't and they didn't come in at 50 no one of the top 50 gelato shops in italy and there's got to be thousands and they are number freaking 17 i know they're awesome there are we are biased we think they're number one i know but it was so incredible and bravo hats off to you two they are uh they're just wonderful they're still at work right now i'm sure they are they're like us. They work like slaves in the season. I know. They only have Tuesdays off. Yes. But g- great for them. We couldn't be happier. We're very yes. proud. And yes. they deserve it because... They really do. They really do. They work hard. Um, and we'll, we, uh, we, we talk about them all the time. I know. So anyone in Fano? Maki. Maki. Um, anything else to add about the wedding? No. Congratulations to my sister Megan and Kevin. That's it. <laughs> And thanks to all the family and their friends that came out. It was really cool. Um, Other updates from around our area. The road. Oh, my God. Our road is so horrible. Oh, my God. I keep thinking someday they're going to come. I thought it was the rains of spring that they were waiting for. So we spoke about this, (laughs) that we live on a white road. And it it gets full of potholes because there's huge heavy machinery that go up and down these roads every day. From big, huge trucks filled with... Tons and tons of wood. Thousands of th- pounds. Thousands of, wood. of pounds of wood to giant tractors pulling giant um, uh, trailers. trailers of hay, like of huge hay bales to myself racing down it like it's a rally. In a Hyundai EDH. In a Hyundai <laughs> i10. Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Unsouped up. <laughs> but um, usually every spring they fill the holes with crushed gravel, which is a waste of time and money. However, they do it every year and it works for six months or so. The problem is once the rain, rain comes and a big truck or any car comes, the, wa- the water fills the hole and then it, the rocks kind of float. And as soon as the car comes by, it knocks them all out. Um, 
And this year they have not done it because there's no money, I guess, for anything. God, I thought you said you saw some piles. Uh, I did. It's just right in front of the polygono, and it's just a little... It's Do you enough. think they just bought it? Yeah, yeah. I think it's just for in oh, front. Well, it's fine. Hey, if they fix that, that's better. But everyone's, it's, everyone's it's complaining for about it, and it's fend for yourself this year. <laughs> Do you think Pierangelo will come out and you'll uh, <laughs> move? move uh tara around again no i don't think anyone he's busy it's summertime now he's got stuff to do uh god speaking of stuff to do the chickens are finally laying eggs not many but out of 20 we get two a day so a well few they're, they're are still young they're still young we'll give them a shot they're we'll- very misshapen and the the what's funny is the red roosters lay brown eggs no, and the, their roosters don't I'm sorry, lay the, eggs. the red hens lay brown eggs and the black hens lay white eggs so uh we're, we're getting a mix one of each each day but uh hopefully the soon more will be coming we're, we're trying to train the chickens right now they're in phase afternoon open free range (laughs) so first when we get our hens we keep them in the coop and we want them to know that that's their home so we keep them in the inner coop and uh we just want them to know this is where they eat this is where they live this is where they go to sleep couple weeks yeah then we open them up into what we call the playpen and that they have it's pretty big it's pretty big it's pretty sweet space space and uh it goes up a little bit of a hill so they've got little trails and you have shade, shade. there's a couple trees yeah. there's trees there's brush there's... it's awesome it's still really sweet and so they make that their home and then once they start laying their eggs in the right spot we let the door open and they're completely free range and now that they've started laying and we're seeing that they're putting them in the you know in the coop where we want them to now it's time to open the door, and we've been doing it in the afternoons, so it's been fun to have the hens and rooster. And the rooster just started crowing. It was hysterical. But here's what I don't understand. They have all this space. They have everywhere to go that they could want to go. Why do they walk right onto the stone, look at you, poop, turn around and walk away? <laughs> <laughs> It's true. It's like if you just walked into the grass and pooped six feet from where you're currently standing, we'd have no problems. None. None whatsoever. In fact, it'd be great. Fertilizer. But no. Poop you have on- to walk out right onto the stone, right by the front door. Wait another month till they poop in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> when we're not looking and they try to run in. Oh, but I wish we had more interest. I mean, we, 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 we've been just working, 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 so we don't have uh, fun, interesting stories other than... Um, burning your hand. Burning my hand and... Weddings. Yeah, and watering and cutting grass and all that. But there are tons of stuff going on in and around Italy because it is now summertime, which means it's festival time. Ashley, you went to, a few weeks ago, La Fiorita. Yes, uh... The first Sunday in June is La Fiorita, and this is for um, Corpus Dominus. For it's a religious holiday, and they put um, Italians all over Italy will celebrate by decorating the streets in flower petals. And just like Jason was saying about the produce being very um, scant this spring, so were the flowers. So when I went to Piobico to take some pictures and show some family that was in town, La Fiorita, I thought this will be really cool. We'll go early and um, I'll show them everyone's setting up. And these two old women told me it's not even really happening this year. And there's no money. The flowers cost so much. It will be poco poco. Oh, very little, very little. And it's not that it was so 
little, it was that they were like three hours late. I thought, oh, we'll go. Everyone kept saying three or four, three or four. It didn't even start to like six because it was all those um, passing thunderstorms. Do you remember? And uh, so we go and I run into Giancarlo and Jackie, our old neighbors, and uh, that have moved into town. <laughs> and they were showing me that what they were using this year, because the flowers were so expensive, is colored sawdust, like wood chips and sawdust. And I d- like dyed blue and pink. And I just thought that was so cool. But um, it was really beautiful. So uh, that happens at the first week of June all over, especially in like Sicily and things like that. It's just over the top. It's absolutely gorgeous to see these streets covered in uh, flower petals and or colored sawdust. And then they do mass going through the streets and kind of uh, break up the flower petals that way. It's really cool. The best part about summer, I think, is all the festivals that go on. And unfortunately for Lamarque, it's not easy to find information on where they are or when they are or what's going on. But um, there's one good way. Well, you talk about it. You're the... Well, there's... Um, a site that I like to check out called Marque Infeste Punto Eat. <laughs> so it's M A R C H E I N F E S T A dot I T, which means Marque and Festival. Um, and this has a pretty comprehensive, up to date list of the festivals going on in the Marque. And so I have uh, favorited the site. And when we have an evening off, this is the first place, unless I look on our blog, Eating Your Way Through the Marquee series, uh, then I'll check out what's going on and see if there's anything we want to go to. So I thought, let's go through the site and not only kind of mention a few of the upcoming um, events, but tell people how, tell you guys how to read the site because you can't, uh, they don't have an English tab. And it's actually really easy to navigate, even if you don't speak Italian. So you go to the homepage and you'll see the little jester and uh, Marche and Festa, Marche and Festival. And you'll see on the left side uh, your series of tabs, Svolia. And below that, you'll see Eventi, Insirici, Evento, um, Aria, Utenti. So all you have to – you're going to start getting overwhelmed. And you're going to see uh, kind of some dates and things like that. So what you're going to want to do is just click on Eventi. And eventy just means events. All the things below don't apply to you. It's to add events and um, all of these things. On the right hand, on the far right hand side, you'll see a tab that says Filtra per Provincia. That means filter by province. So then you can kind of hone in to the area that you'll be visiting. So for our area, we're in Pesaro Urbino. So we like to click there. Or you can check for the whole area if you'll be, if you're willing to drive or you'll be in different parts in different days. And there's another way to filter underneath it. Filtra per categoria, filter by category, and you can see Sagra, which means uh, like a food festival, a food festival, cinema, cinema, all of these things, and uh, so you can kind of help narrow things down. Or you can just take the URL and go straight to Google Translate 
and you're done. Exactly. <laughs> but so, it's really good. It's it's all in chronological order, and you could say, hey, we're going to be near Ancona in the last week of June. What festivals are going on? Normally, they're go- they they're um, they'll say they're Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, but really Friday nights are never really that hopping. It's usually Saturdays and Sunday afternoons. Uh huh. And um, these are great places to a get something that's really usually delicious and cheap. Um, see a little bit of Italian culture and music. Music. Um, are you know f- the, the, oh, we've been to ones where they it's a medieval festival. Uh, they did jousting. They, sometimes they have the medieval. Uh, um, what do they call it? The medieval little where they have all the stalls and everything. Medieval market. Uh-huh. Um, there's, we've been to fish <laughs> festivals. I mean, it's you just go on there and check it out. And if you're in La Marque, I don't know about for any other um, regions, but it's a great. It's the one of the only places to find information. It on is, what to and do. it's really easily uh, easy to navigate. So that's why we're recommending it. So check it out. Check it out, Marque in Festa. And what I'm looking at right now this weekend is June Beer Fest Festival of Micro Artisanal Micro Brews in Pesaro. Pretty cool. Oh, wonderful. We- Speaking of micro brews, tomorrow is our Fridays in Apecchio. That's right. Tomorrow we've got six people. We're taken to our market Friday in Apecchio. Feel like a local. And we're going to go to stop at Fushiani, the meat and cheese, our meat and cheese guy. And uh, we do a little tour of his w- wonderful meat warehouse, meat and cheese warehouse. Then we'll take a little walk through the market. We'll get a little porchetta sandwich, and we'll talk about porchetta. We'll get a little coffee, and then we head up to Cole, uh, the uh, distillery of Colesi. Yeah, it's awesome. And then go to lunch. And then lunch at the Hunter's Hideaway. It's a wonderful... People really dig it. It's it a, is. It's really fun. It's a fun afternoon. We have to... We had recently, actually, some podcast listeners uh, who stayed with us, Jim and Holly from Connecticut, and little shout out your way. They came out and we went on the beer and... Uh, markets and all of that the fridays in apecchio with them it was pretty cool yeah people seem to really dig it and we do the tag team i go because neither one of we can't i can't be gone for a whole afternoon morning and afternoon because i still have to cook dinner for everyone that evening so we do and i can't be gone early in the morning because there's breakfast and guests checking out or checking in (laughs) so we have to do a little bit of a tag team so what we do is i hop a ride with one of the whoever's going to apecchio it's only five minutes away and then ashley will come usually during the beer tasting around noonish and Tag, tag, t- tag it, and I take the car that she just drove in, and then I race before everything closes <laughs> to do all my shopping. Yes. For the day. Exactly. It seems to work and then out. I eat a wonderful lunch. And then actually it's a huge lunch. <laughs> We've done this like five times now. I've yet to go have lunch at and then everyone comes home a little drunk, pretty full, and it's in a, a haze. In a little haze. And it's like I never get to go eat the beautiful tagliata and the I wonderful back potatoes. For you last time. I know I ate it cold like an animal. It was- <laughs> <laughs> it was so good too, and I was embarrassed. But I was like, "Can I please bring some of this home?" I felt so bad. I don't thought the do same that. thing. No, I know, but I thought the same thing. Going, we've done this so many times that you haven't had the meat. I know, but that uh, that is that's not tacky. A, tacky a little bit. Yeah, they don't really do that here to go. I'll take a doggy bag. <laughs> 
Um, oh, I know something that we could talk about really quick that was kind of funny and fun. We were just in a, the what was funny and funny fun? and fun. We were just in the uh, <laughs> Ashley did a, a article, a interview for the finance. Well, for the Financial Times, that uh, was big stuff. She, we were in the Financial Times the fifteenth. Uh, oh, uh, five days ago, the fifteenth of June. But the fun part was we had our. Well, my first yeah. real photo shoot with a real, like a real photographer, a real life photographer. No, he was like a fashion, like a professional, real, yeah, Italian fashion photographer, and he well, would yell he, at well, us. The, the, <laughs> the fun, well, when they first contacted us about this article, they said we want a photo, and Ash was like, "Yeah, I'll send you. We have tons of photos." And they're like, "No, we have a photographer," and it was like, "Oh God." Who's going to show up? Are we going to do the cheesy, like, looking back over your shoulder with a glass of wine or staring into each other's eyes? Uh, there's a lot. Jason was very skeptical. I was very, well, if you walk You're- into any <laughs> photo studio in our area, the wedding it's photo albums. 90, circa 1994. <laughs> it is. 94 wants their photo albums back. But, um... Who showed? Who showed up was nothing like this at all. Alessandro Moji. Moji, and he was awesome. He was a real. I didn't realize he was coming. He was. He had just like done a huge spread for uh, Polo, <laughs> and he was. He was out, out in the middle of nowhere taking pictures of these two Americans, but he was great. He is a. He was a phenomenal photographer, and he was hysterical because. It was him and his assistant, and the assistant would hold the speed light, the um, the flash the, over in the corner, and he would start yelling at us, "Yes!" in Italian, "Yes, yes, stop, ferma, ferma, stop right there, stop right there, yes, yes." And then the fla- <laughs> he'd take so many pictures that the flash would wouldn't go off one or two of the times, and he'd start cursing up a storm and saying all these things in dialect that we asked him. He started he shouted something sometime, and we were like, "What did you just say?" And he's like, "I can't, I can't, I can't tell you. I can't I, even tell you." I, can't, I do not <laughs> want to offend you but he took um oh my god we took tons of he pictures took like yeah but it was great and the ones that i'd be here for like 15 20 i'm like minutes. ashley i'm like ashley i need to know how much of my day do i have to block out for uh to take for picture time uh how many pictures it was actually like three hours it was three hours <laughs> but um the one that i liked the best was he got a shot of my hands because i had to make it was thursday night and it was like I have to make pizza dough now because we have pizza tonight and <laughs> I love to take more pictures. But if I don't start making this pizza dough, it's not going to rise. He's like, perfect, perfect. And he gets up right on my hands and takes these shots quickly as I'm kneading the dough. And man. With like no light. With no light. So it's real shadowy. And you just see – you could, if you put like three of them or four of them together, you could see like the progression of kneading the dough. And I really like that one. That was really cool. But – um. It was funny. He was a character. He totally was. And um, we'll, we are going to buy the the pictures that weren't used in the photo. In the well, they used one. I got cut out. We must have taken literally eight hundred pictures together. <laughs> and the one that shows up in the paper is is, is the one Ashley by herself. Not that I w- eh, kind of wanted to be in it. <laughs> Because he kept telling you how gorgeous you were. He did. He says, I am not gay. <laughs> but your, your eyes, eyes are, are gorgeous. Your eyes are Jason, beautiful. Jason, you're beautiful. You're beautiful. I'm not gay, but I, those eyes, they are beautiful. I, and I wonder if he tells every person <laughs> he takes a picture like that. You are beautiful. You are doing so well. You are not fat at all. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks that's his way to sweet talk. Yes. 
Uh, but I guess it was a it was a article about women entrepreneurs. So it wasn't about women entrepreneurs. It was about expats oh, and expat. entrepreneurs, and they chose. I thought it was something to do with women. No, so they just didn't want my. <laughs> no, just, they just used they did they the interview with me. No, I know. I'm way more uh, interesting. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> What else? What were we going to talk about? I want to give a couple shout outs before we wrap it up tonight, too. Um, Evan and Erica in New York. What? What? (laughs) I never know what to really say. It was great to see you guys. Evan, it was wonderful to see you back here. And I know you listened to the podcast, so we wanted to just uh, give you a little shout out. Susan in Chicago. Come on out, baby. We know that you're planning your move out here, and uh, we're totally looking forward to it. And um, keep us posted on your progress. And I know this is a totally cheesy shout-out, and I don't even exactly know who to say the name. Well, just uh, to a ch- the cheesy shout-out to all the family and friends who made it out for my sister's wedding. And thanks for taking the long-ass flights and the crazy delays and the rental cars and the uh, all the frustrations, which is really funny, by the way, because a lot of people, for, for some reason, on their first night talk shit. <laughs> talk shit about how hard it was to get here? Yes! Oh, a really interesting thing we've noticed. We have had literally like four or five guests yeah. coming into the Rome. If you're flying into the Rome airport and getting a rental car, be prepared for it not to be there or ready <laughs> or just massive delays, massive delays. And it, it's not like it's just Hertz or just Avis. I think it's, it's been across, across the, the board. board. Cars aren't there. Cars are there. Keys are there, but you're not processed. I don't know. It's just been a cluster F. That's not the Italy I know. <laughs> well, should we not to not end it on a negative note? Can you think of anything super positive? No, that's not negative. That is an informative. That's a news. That's, that's a breaking news. news. That's breaking news. Breaking news. Uh, nothing else. Tomorrow we got that. Saturday we're doing a uh, cooking class. Full day. Full day cooking class with a family who has a 14-year-old son who's very interested in becoming a cook. And... Uh, I think I burst his bubble a little bit. Why? What'd you say? Uh, I said, I hope you're ready to work long hours and make no money. (laughs) (laughs) And burn your hands. And burn your hands. No, this was not cooking related. I know. I I don't want that to go on the, I don't want the, listen, I almost chopped, I've chopped my hand, chopped my finger off. I've deep fried my hands. I do not need this going on the record as a cooking related. No, but it's going to be nasty. <laughs> it is. <laughs> all right. Um, oh, well, before we bring it home, we want to thank all our listeners. And if you enjoyed what you hear, if you like our ramblings, um, our, and our sporadic and our sporadic podcast, do us a huge favor and tell a friend, you know, someone who's coming to Italy and would dig what, uh, kind of thing that we're doing here. <laughs> Um, spread the word. That's the way, that's the way we like to do it. Uh, grassroots. And without you guys listening, we would be talking to no one. We wouldn't even be doing it. It's because so many people have emailed us. It's been incredible saying, where are the podcasts? So we're, we're so thankful for Don't the few you that listen. Don't you people have better things to do with your lives? Has anyone been watching Arrested Development? Oh God, come <laughs> on. All right. Bring us home. Thank you guys for listening. You can find us on our blog or website, uh, latavolamarche.com, L-A-T-A-V-O-L-A-M-A-R-C-H-E. Our blog, latavolamarche.blogspot.com, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Um, I 
think that since we've put out the last podcast, I've posted a new video on YouTube also of um, visiting the winemakers in the Marque that we get our wine from and bottling wine. So check that out on YouTube. I'll try to post the link as well. And um, you can find us all over the place, Pinterest, Google, whatever. Just Google it. And <laughs> did, you, did you spell it? Yeah, L-A-T-A-V-O-L-A-M-A-R-C-H-E. Okay, very good. Well, from still quite warm. Uh, it is. It's, it's going on midnight. It's going on midnight, and it is not cool outside. But from it is definitely Italian weather and our beautiful hillsides in right outside of Piobico, Italia. Thank you so much for downloading and listening, and we will speak to you whenever the next time we may be. All right. Buona notte. Ciao. Sentire Media. Hey, podcast producers and show hosts. Do you want to join a podcast network that celebrates all things Italian? At Sentire Media, we understand the allure of Italy and its unique culture. Our devoted team of hosts and producers are all driven by their shared passion for Italy. And we work tirelessly to create the best lifestyle podcasts and content that will whisk you away to the very heart of Italy. With us, you can savor the mouth-watering flavors, get lost in the stories from the past, break down the cultural barriers, and truly immerse yourself in the vibrant traditions of this intoxicating country. If you have a great podcast idea or are already in production and would like to join Sentire Media, head over to sentiremedia.com, that's S-E-N-T-I-R-E media.com, and find out how to submit your show.